Wow, good morning everyone. Maayong mayong aga. So, I'm just so happy to be back here. Um, I think it's been three Sundays that I missed the church. Um, one Sunday I was sick, no? Grabe, sobrang ano yon. Um, on the spot, no? Si JD yung nag-preach dito. And for the past two Sundays, I was in Bacolod. And I was able to visit five churches there. And ayon, sobrang, you know, the burden is real. Um, that's why let's pray, you know, for this church that we will become missional. That one day, let's pray that we can plant a church in, in Bacolod. So, sa mga gustong mag-mission sa Bacolod, just start to pray, <laughs> to consider for it, okay? <laughs> Para sumama kayo sa akin doon. Anyway, um, this is also something special today because um, it is our new time slot so for the past more than four months. We've been um, gathering no, 3.30 in the afternoon and this is the start of our new time slot. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. So, medyo may mga adjustments yung iba. <laughs> no, kasi, syempre, nasanay tayo, natutulog sa umaga. Kasi hapon pa yung church. But, yeah, because we want to have more time for fellowship on Sundays, that's why we, we decided to transfer it um, sa morning services natin. Um, of course, we would like to acknowledge no, yung mga nag-a-attend sa atin online. So, hello sa mga taga-ECCM and even non-ECCM who are watching with us right now via Facebook Live. So, Hopefully, and I pray na sana, no, you also have your Bibles with you and intentionally, no, you will stay until the end of our service today. So, we're done with our series on Habakkuk and on our minor prophets. So, na-discuss natin yung Nahum and Hagay, no, si Kuya Mark and si Nevs. And ngayon, we'll be starting our new journey, one of the book in the New Testament, one of the epistles of Paul, which is the book of Ephesians. So let's open our Bibles in Ephesians chapter 1 verses 1 to 14. So kung makikita nyo no, sa Bible, magkasunod yon Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians. So just try to find the book of Ephesians. I am reading from English Standard Version. So if you don't have your Bibles um, in our bulletin, No, sa mga bulletin natin, baka yung iba walang bulletin, you can just give to them so that they can um, go through with us, no, with our passage today. So, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 1 to 14. <clears throat> Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ Jesus, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as it shows us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before Him. In love, He predestined us for adoption to Himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of His will, to the praise of His glorious grace, with which He has blessed us in the Beloved. Verse 7, In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of His grace, which He lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of His will, according to His purpose, which 
He set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in Him, things in heaven and things on earth. Verse 11, In Him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of Him who works all things according to the counsel of His will, so that we who we are We who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of His glory. In Him, you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of of your salvation, and believed in Him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of His glory. Let's pray one more time. Our loving, gracious, eternal God, Lord, once again, we just want to thank you and honor you and adore you, Lord, of who you are. We bless your name, God, for gathering us once again and even, Lord, for bringing me home again in this church. Lord, maraming salamat sa protection mo sa bawat isa sa amin, Lord, for providing for our needs And thank you, Lord, for we have this church where we can be fed, Lord, with your word that will continue, Lord, to encourage us every day in this trying and challenging time, so God. Lord, today, convict us, Lord, with our sins, Lord. We know that we're sinners and depraved. Confront us, Lord, with your grace through the understanding of your gospel, O God. Lord, We present to you our hearts. Sometimes we're deceived. Lord, we present to you our minds that are confused. Lord, we present to you our lives that are doubled. Lord, today may your word convict us, Lord, and transform us, O God, and sanctify us, O God. Lord, today we thank you and we just want to lift you up. Even we entrust to you our remaining time together as we worship you as our Lord, our God, our Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Alright, so this is an exciting time for us to start a new series. And ako sobrang excited ako because we are building up right now our church membership. You know, we're trying to um, lay down uh, with the goal that we will become a sound and healthy church. And I guess um, the book of Ephesians will really lead us that we may be able to see what is the truth of the gospel that will unite as one. Dito natin makikita no, yung, yung purpose ng gospel sa, sa buhay ng church. And going back there sa Bacolod, I'm just so sad na, alam nyo, may mga church splits na nangyari, may isang, yung church na pinag-pray natin, yung First Bethany Baptist, Baptist Church, they don't have a pastor right now. So every Sunday, they would just invite pastor to preach the word of God. And sabi ko, it is so sad how a church can go on without a shepherd. So nakakalungkot no na um, wala silang, walang shepherd na talagang, yeah, they can have preachers to preach the word, but no one is being accountable no, for the flock. And doon ko nakita yung importance of the biblical gospel that will really um, unite the whole church. Kasi nga, along the way, makikita natin dito, no, sa buong study ng Ephesians, how a healthy church looks like based on the truth of the gospel. So here in the book of Ephesians, Paul is addressing the letter, of course, 
to the church, obviously, in Ephesus. No? So Ephesus is the capital of the Roman province of Asia. It is the modern Turkey. And the gospel most likely na preached siya ni, ni yung gifted na couple, si Priscilla and Aquila. And basically, later on, established lang siya no, ni Apostle Paul on his third missionary journey. So sa pagsulat nito ni Apostle Paul, sa Colossians, nakita natin doon na he is addressing false teachers. Dito naman sa Ephesians, there was no specific occasion or problem that inspired the letter. So yung pagsulat ni Paul, it only articulates the general instructions in the truth of the greatness or the mighty redemptive work of Christ because yung ancient Ephesus, mahilig sila sa may mga fascination sila about magic, about occult. That's why, yung book na to, Paul is explaining or emphasizing on the power of God over all heavenly authorities and on Christ's triumphant ascension as head over the church and over all things in this age and even to the age to come. So dito lang natin nakikita or very important, very rich sa gospel, yung book of Ephesians. And yung gospel na yun, yung magbibigay ng dangdaan kung paano magiging united yung bawat members ng church. How they can have a healthy and sound church. So, Apostle Paul, during this time, was thinking of the main theme no nung book na there's unity among the diverse people and the proper conduct in the church that's why later sa so chapter 3 uh, 4 5 6 makikita natin yung mga moral commands na sinasabi dito ni apostle paul how should the church live out how should the home should live out the gospel and even the world and i think this is relevant as we build up our church membership as we build up the community that we're trying to have here at ECCM. So the book of Ephesians, or the, the church in Ephesians, needed to be reminded of these things to remain steadfast in their allegiance to Christ as the supreme power in the world and in their lives. So in the next 12 weeks, no, ito yung magiging journey natin that as a church all together, we will be learning that our central unity is in the work of Jesus Christ and in the community of, of, of the people around this church, we will be corporately united in Him. So the goal of our book of Ephesians is for us to promote or to, the goal is to have a compelling community where we can practice the each other and one another because we are on the same ground which is the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So like the church in Ephesus, kailangan nating ma-remind of what Christ has done in relation to our relationship with God and in relation to the people around us, especially in the body of Christ. So this morning, I want you to be convicted of God's goodness and mercy through Christ Jesus, of how He redeemed us from our sin, and we need to realize 
that it is not about us, but it is all about the glory of God. So the bigger question that we will be answering today is, how and why God saved us? So let's start to unpack this very rich passage today from verses 1 to 14 of chapter 1 of Ephesians. So sabi dito Paul, no, as the author, as the writer, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God. Dito natin nakikita yung expression of the authority ni Apostle Paul. Very simple, pero rock, no? Simply lang, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God. Wala nang iba pa. Very simple but very powerful. Yung pagka-apostle niya, hindi siya nag-claim sa sarili niya na I am an apostle because I, I proclaim myself an apostle. No. He became an apostle by the will of God. So dito pa lang, verse 1 pa lang, wala na. Nakita yung kwento sa Ephesians. It's by the will of God. So, Apostle Paul being the author, established niya na that it's by the will of the Lord. So to the saints who are in Ephesus, ito yung, yung recipient ng letter, to the saints, lahat ng mga Christians, no, the holy ones, the consecrated ones, and the faithful members of the church in Ephesus. And of course, yung normal greeting, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So yung line na yan, no, from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, doon natin nakikita that Jesus Christ is not inferior to God the Father, that they're both divine. God the Father and Jesus Christ the Son. So yung greetings ni Paul is from God the Father and Jesus Christ the Son. So ngayon, yung main content ng, ng, ng topic natin today found in verses 3 to 14. So sa original Greek, it is a one long elegant sentence. Hindi ko ma-imagine kasi hindi kasi ako marunong pa magbasa ng Greek. Pero parang, I think kung nasa Greek to, no, magandang basahin siya kasi one long elegant sentence. Very rich. Alam niyo parang, sabi ko nga, this morning yung preaching natin, more on doctrinal, theological, very rich sa doctrine yung ilang, ilang verses lang, no? verses 3 to 14. So, Paul is showing actually in verses 3 to 14 the triune God who is at work in the saving grace to His chosen people. And not just that, makikita natin yung master plan ni Lord in terms of, of time. The past, the present, and the future, and the Holy Trinity, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit working together in showing the saving grace to His elect people. Kaya sobrang exciting. Nung nag-aaral ako, maraming ways on how to present. No? According to the Trinity, according to time, the past, present, and future. Pero ngayon, by the grace of God, we will be presenting this in a different form. So, medyo iba siya sa mga previous na way of um, ginagawa kong outline. So, ngayon, let's divide our time into three parts. And we will be 
answering three important questions as our guide para mas ma, ma, ma fully understand natin yung isang long, elegant na sentence from verses 3 to 14. So the first question na answeran natin today is, what are the spiritual blessings that we have? What are the spiritual blessings that we have? So medyo, ano ba sa tagalog yung lumpat-lumpat? Um, ano? Patalon-talon. Okay. Medyo patalon-talon yung verse natin kasi hindi siya, ano, hindi siya within one set. So verse 4, ano yung spiritual blessings natin kay Christ? Number 1, so verse 4, even as it shows us in Him before the foundation of the world. Verse 5, in love, He predestined us for adoption to Himself as sons through Jesus Christ. Verse 7, in Him, we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses. In verse 11, in Him, we have obtained an inheritance having been predestined. Verse 13, in Him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation and believe in Him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. So sa ilang verses na binasa natin, these are spiritual blessings that pertains to salvation. So this, the saving grace of God through Christ as the mediator and conveyed by the power of the Holy Spirit. So the first question, what are the spiritual blessings that we have in the Lord? We will be learning some theological terms right now. Number one, the word election. Election, no? Predestination. So verse 4 and 5, doon natin nakita, no? Even has it shows us in Him before the foundation of the world. And verse 5, in love He predestined us for adoption to Himself as sons through Jesus Christ. So the doctrine of election, may pinili si Lord. Okay? It's being emphasized throughout the Scripture. Sobrang dami ng basis sa Bible from Genesis to Revelation na si Lord may pinili. God chosen a group of people. God predestined a group of people. Kahit sa John chapter 6, verse 44, I think sinabi doon no, ni Jesus na unless the Father draws the people to Him, hindi niya pwedeng, He cannot raise them up from the dead. And there, uh, there's a lot of verses, and dito mismo, sa Ephesians lang, we are seeing the, the exact word itself. That God chosen them, that God predestined them, the church in Ephesus. So, anong ibig sabihin ng election? It means that the Father chose Christians in the Son, in Jesus Christ, and this took place, kailan? In eternity past. Before the foundation of the world. Can you imagine that? When you say, I was able to understand the gospel. I now believe in the finished work of Christ at the cross. And can you imagine that that salvation of yours was already set before the foundation of the world? 
Before pa ginawa yung heavens and the earth, it was already planned by God the Father. So sometimes, it is really hard to, to grasp. Ang hirap intindihin. And you know what? The doctrine of election is one of the truth na ayaw tanggapin ng iba. Ayaw nilang tanggapin na bakit may pinili si Lord? Unfair naman ni God. The question is, bakit unfair si God? Paano siya naging unfair? May deserving ba sa atin? No one is good. No one seeks God. No one deserves the grace of God. Actually, ano yung deserve natin? We deserve the wrath of God. Because we're sinful. Pakasalanan tayo. The only thing that we deserve is the wrath and the judgment of God. Napag-aralan natin nung last Thursday, no? About the grace of God sa Thursday online discipleship class natin. And the only thing that we deserve is the wrath. Yung yung kasingkal ko sa ilong word pa ni Lord. So this indicates that for all eternity, the Father has had the role of leading and directing among the persons of the Trinity. Even though the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are equal in deity and attributes, the role of the Father is to direct, to lead, to elect. God in His sovereignty, God is being God. Kasi yung others na mga thoughts about it, yung salvation, nakadepende sa tao. How they respond to the Lord. Hindi kung may inelect si God. So kung yung salvation, nakabase sa decision ng tao, papano yun? He is not God. And we have seen a lot of scriptures in the Bible that indeed God or salvation comes from the Lord and God shows kung sino yung mga maliligtas. So it is God's initiative in redeeming the believer from sin and death and it was not just a random or impulsive decision but it is something that God has planned all along with Christ Jesus and the Holy Spirit. So since God shows His people in His love, they can take no credit for their salvation. God was determined to have them as His own. Kaya dito natin nakikita na wala tayong ibang pwedeng gawin pa when we are being saved, no? na nabigyan tayo ng grace, ng biyaya ng Diyos, of, ng kaligtasan. Kaya dito natin, hindi natin sabihin na ligtas ako kasi nag-decide ako. Na-save ako kasi nag-punta ako sa harap. Nag-raise ako ng hand or nag-sinner's prayer ako. Alright? Pero, dito rin natin nakikita, hindi tayo robot. God is in control but God is not controlling. Magkaiba yun. Magkaiba yung in control and controlling. That's why later, sa later part na explain ko dito, ano yung, ano yung role ng tao? May human responsibility. And of course, nakikita natin yung God's sovereignty. 
So sinabi natin, salvation is from the Lord. Romans 8, 29-30 for, for those whom He foreknew. So yung word na foreknew dito, hindi siya foreknowledge na kasi alam ni Lord kung sino tatanggap. No, no, no. It's not. Ang ibig sabihin ng word na foreknew, it's a predetermined choice to set His love. Predetermined na ni God. Elected yun na from the very beginning. Okay? So for whom He foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son in order that He might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom He predestined, He also called. And those whom He called, He also justified. And those whom He justified, He also glorified. So kung sino yung mga na-mark out ni Lord, sino yung mga na-appoint ni God, yung mga na-determined beforehand. Kaya kung titignan natin, bakit ka napunta ng church? Someone has invited you, someone shared the gospel to you, and all those things, all those circumstances, ginamit ng Lord for you to be able to hear the gospel because God already predetermined at a certain point of your life that you will repent and believe and trust the finished work of Christ at the cross. So dito natin nakikita, it's not about us, it's about the Lord. It's about God's sovereign power na may pinili siya at the very beginning. Another theological term, hindi lang nag-elect si Lord hindi lang siya may pinili. Dahil may pinili siya, anong ginawa niya? Kasi hindi pa pwede, ah, kasi may pinili si Lord, okay na, diretso na yon sa langit. Hindi. May ginawa si God. Because we sin against God. We rebelled against Him. Okay? Nagkasala tayo sa Kanya. Therefore, we are doomed for hell. We are doomed for eternal suffering. Pero good thing, may tinatawag na redemption. Dahil may pinili si God, hindi siya pwedeng itolerate yung sin. Na parang, may kasalanan ka, sige, tago ko na lang. Save ka na agad. May redemption na nangyari. May ginawa si Lord. Papano? Verse 7, In Him, we have redemption through His blood. The blood of Jesus Christ the forgiveness of our trespasses. Anong ibig sabihin ito? No? Bakit may blood? Ang ibig sabihin, Jesus Christ was crucified and He has to shed His blood. And shedding of the blood, ibig sabihin, may death. Kasi nabasa natin, even from the Old Testament or the New Testament, for the wages of sin is, is death. Ang kabayanan lagi ng kasalanan kamatayan. And it takes the blood and the shedding of the blood of Jesus Christ, it takes the death of Christ at the cross to pay sa kasalanan natin, sa kamatayan natin. Hebrews 9.22 With the shedding of the blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. And kung balikan natin sa Old Testament, ano ginagawa nila once a year? May tinatawag na Day of Atonement where they are shedding the blood of the Lamb. Ino-offer nila as offering. 
sa mga kasalanan nila. But Jesus Christ, or those things, are just the shadow, a picture of the greater thing that Jesus will do at the cross. And Jesus became the perfect lamb na pinatay sa cross and His blood was the payment of our sin. So Jesus Christ, si God the Father nag-elect. Ang kasunod na nangyari, Jesus Christ redeemed. That's why Jesus Christ became, came here on earth. He's God the Son, incarnate. Naging tao si Christ. 100% God and 100% man to do this redemption thing through the shedding of His blood. Si Jesus nag-ransom, okay? Kasi yung, yung redemption, it's actually ransoming someone from captivity or from slavery. We are in the captivity of our sin, in the slavery of our sin. And the supreme example in the Old Testament of redemption is the story of the Israelites being saved by God, redeemed by God from the slavery from Egypt. So do natin nakita kung paano si God ni-redeem yung Israel. That's why the law was given in Exodus 20. But prior the law was given they experience the grace of God. Kasi minsan akala natin yung grace nasa New Testament lang, yung law, yung Old Testament. No! Before the law was given, grace was already experienced by the Israelites when the Lord redeemed them from slavery in Egypt. Can you imagine how the Lord um, judged Egypt? Ten plagues ang dinaanan ni Pharaoh and Egypt bago sila makalabas. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh. O dun pala, makita mo na how God is working. Yung will ni Lord. Yung command ni God. Alright? So Christians also are freed from slavery to sin and guilt. And this was affected by the blood of Christ because of the atoning sacrifice of Jesus Christ at the cross. So ngayon sa passage natin, nakita natin from verses 3 and 4 how the Lord chose and predestined us and how the Lord in verse 7 redeemed us through the blood of Christ. And not just that. Hindi ka lang pinili hindi ka lang kinuha, meron ka pang patanggapin. There is an inheritance. No, in verse 11, in Him, we have obtained an inheritance. Pag sinabing inheritance, sa, sa language natin, may nanay, may tatay, or may lola, mamamatay, merong ipapamana, may recipient, may tatanggap. No? So, future. So, normally, anak, ma- yung buhay mo, ayusin mo kasi lahat ng to, ipapamana ko sa'yo pag ako'y namatay. So, dito, no? we also have, it talks about the future thing. There's an inheritance that we will be obtaining. 
So all Christians, lahat ng taong nasa kay Lord, male and female are sons in the sense of being ears. Now, H-E-I-R. We are become ear, tagapag, na, tagapagmana, who will inherit the blessings from the Father in heaven. So, ibig sabihin nito, those who believe in Him become an ear in Christ. We become co-ear with Christ. And you know what? And God planned it from eternity. So, in God's sovereignty, directing all things freely according to His royal counsel, this is a sharp contrast sa mga pagan gods nila noon. Kasi yung mga pagan gods nila, wala, nakabase lang sa come what may, random things. Pero si God, the God of Israel, the God of the Lord of hosts, the God that we know that we worship is the God who planned it from eternity that you will be obtaining an inheritance. May tatanggapin ka, there is something that you will be looking forward to. Something that is eternal. You know, the saving power of God. Kaya meron tayong eternal security. Yes, sinasabi natin, na-save na ako, na-born again ako, I have a relationship with God. Pero, hindi pa tayo patay. Andito pa tayo. There is something that we will be obtaining an inheritance. Kasi minsan, ginagamit ito ng prosperity gospel. Ah, pag kay Lord ka, may inheritance nga lahat ng mana. Ang lahat pati yung, pag, yung pagmamayari ng mga unbelievers na papupunta sa amin. No? Hindi. This is not something material. Hindi siya yung temporary lang. The inheritance that we will have is something that we will be looking forward to and right now we are being sealed by the Spirit of God and preparing us to, to receive that. And on that day, makikita natin sa James 1.12 ata, when you persevere, you know, you will receive the crown of life and that is the greatest inheritance. Kaya dito natin nakikita, no, na bilang kristyano, mga maipamana sa mga anak natin, sa mga kapatid natin. But the mere fact that we're sharing the gospel to them, I think that is the greatest inheritance that a person can have. The crown of life. Hindi bahay, hindi lupa. Hindi alahas. Because you will be walking in the streets of gold. There are a lot of rooms that Jesus is preparing for you in heaven. And that is the inheritance that we are to obtain. So did you see now the bigger picture? How the Father elected? How the, the Father predestined and planned it from all eternity past? And how Jesus came here on earth and redeemed, you know, the chosen people of God through the shedding of His blood at the cross? And how the Holy Spirit is sealing each children of God for us to obtain the inheritance na matatanggap natin. And I think knowing that truth will just change, magbabago kung paano natin ipapamuha yung buhay kristyano natin ngayon.
There will be a change how we do things in life. May mag-change sa mga perspectives natin. So friends, knowing or learning that it is God who elects, it's Jesus Christ who redeemed, and it's the Holy Spirit who sealed us to obtain the inheritance. That's why, you know, in our evangelism, in our sharing of the gospel, right now we don't do sinner's prayer or we don't do altar call. Why? I mean, I don't discredit no, sa mga tao na nag-pray sa sinner's prayer or mga nag-altar call kasi possible na may genuine naman na talagang naborn again in those situations. But for now, since my possibility that we will be making false Christians, it's better not to do it. Why? The moment you share the gospel to people, if the Lord really, if that person is elected by God, no, there's irresistible grace. Definitely, yung tao na yun, pag totoong na born again siya, kahit hindi mo siya, itas mo kamay mo, itas mo kamay mo, pumunta ka sa harap. Kahit hindi mo pilitin yun, pupunta at pupunta ng church yun. Maghahanap at maghahanap siya ng Bible para magbasa. Maghahanap at maghahanap siya ng Bible study group kasi gusto niya matuto. Because there's a hunger and thirst, you know, sa spirit ng tao kasi nga, He is now of the Lord. Kaya yung, yung, yung principle ko din ngayon sa ministry, no? sometimes nakaka-discourage, you know, you've been um, encouraging people, inviting people, tapos parang, Every Sunday, yes, puta ko dyan. Tapos hindi mo punta yung mga ganyan. So parang natutulan din ako na you just have to do your part of inviting them, encouraging them. But you just have to let, you allow God. Kasi hindi naman tayo yung magkukonvict sa tao. Kaya, di ba, si Lord, kasi normally, dapat patanggapin kong taong to. No, it's not our job. Our, our job is to share the gospel to them. Just, you know, just encourage them and pray for them. But, and the rest, you know, it, it's the Lord's work. Hindi natin work yung ganong. It's the work of the Holy Spirit to convict the person. Hindi tayo, kasi mapapagod lang tayo, madidiscourage lang tayo. And some, dati, grabe, when we do altar call, mga kabataan, mag-harace ng hands, papunta sa harap, tapos ika-count namin, well, thank you Lord sa 100 na young people na naborn again today. So parang, how sure are you? Kaya, Ako mismo, na-realize ko din, no? When you understand that it's God who elects, <laughs> si God yung may right na, thank you, Lord. <laughs> si God yung may right na, okay, may 10 na nag-receive, <laughs> na naborn again today. Hindi tayo, no? Kasi hindi natin nakikita yon si God lang. Friends, dito rin natin nakita na the electing grace of God. Kaya when we share the gospel to the to people, no, be encouraged na you've become obedient to the call to preach the gospel to all nations. And nakita natin dito yung power ni God to even to transform people. Christianity is not hard, but it is impossible. No? Hindi hard ang Christianity. Bakit? Kasi impossible apart from the grace and the mercies of God. That's why, what should be our response? Let's humble ourselves before the Lord because this is not our good works. So dati, akala pa natin, no, nung maliit ako, akala ko yung sa langit merong tali board. 
Every time gumagawa ka ng tama, plus one. Another tama, plus one. Nakagawa ka na, nagsinungaling ka, minus one. Minsan, baka negative na doon kasi mas marami yung, yung mali kaysa sa tama na ginagawa. No? Kaya minsan sabihin, sana may purgatory na lang para pwede pa itong ipag-pray ng mga mahal ko sa buhay. Kaso wala. Tsaka walang talid word doon. No? It's just by the electing grace of God. Okay, we have to just humble ourselves. Because salvation na kaligtasan, it's by faith alone, by grace alone, in Christ alone. Wala nang iba pa. And since God electing, you know, people to be saved, we can't question God. Why? Because ourselves, we, we're also not good. Pero minsan, yun yung isang burden natin na papa, paano yung mga kapatid ko? Pag hindi sila na-elect, pag hindi sila chosen, paano yung iba kong kaibigan? What will we do? We just humble ourselves before God. We can plead for God's grace and mercy. And that's God. That's who He is as a God. And salvation is God's initiative. And we are just a recipient <coughs> of His grace and His mercy. Kaya siguro yung isang attitude pa natin, we need to be <coughs> to be hopeful. No? Na even as Christians right now, marami tayong napapagdaan ng mga problema sa buhay. So isang application natin dito is kasi human as we are, marami tayong desires, marami tayong gustong marating sa buhay, especially sa mga young, no? sa mga young professionals, <clears throat> sa mga kabataan, very idealistic tayo, marami tayong gustong marating sa buhay. But then, sometimes life is just so unfair na, Lord, bakit hindi nangyayari ito sa buhay ko? Lord, bakit sila ganyan, ako ganito? I think being hopeful in the Lord that, you know, life on earth is, is just passing. Ilang taon lang yun. And you have an eternal inheritance na no moth and rust can steal. Yun yung mga bagay na the crown of life that you will have. Kaya lahat tayo dito, lahat tayo nasa pageant pala, no? We are gearing towards having that crown of life. And Jesus Christ wore the crown of thorns at the cross for us to have the crown of life. Can you imagine that? Christ became a substitute. His death became our life. And that's the eternal inheritance that we will be having. <clears throat> so friends, we have seen um, what are the spiritual blessings that we have. Salvation through the work of election, redemption, and the inheritance that we are looking forward to. Second question that we will be answering out of this passage is, from whom these spiritual blessings comes from? I think it's very obvious. No? It's through God. 
It's through the triune God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Pero ngayon, mas iisa-isahin natin kung ano yung specific role ng Trinity, no, ng bawat persona sa Trinity in the salvation plan of God. So verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every blessing, spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. In verse 5, In love, He predestined us. Si God, predestined us for adoption to Himself as sons through Jesus Christ. Verse 7, In Him, no, in Christ, we have redemption through the blood of Jesus, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of God's grace. Verse 11, In Him, we have obtained, no, in Christ, we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of Him who works all things according to the counsel of His will. Verse 13, In Him, you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in Him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee. So ngayon, sa ilang verses na binasa natin, verse 3, 5, 7, 11, and 13, we have seen the participation of the triune God. God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit having different roles in showing the saving grace to the chosen people of God. So dito, number one, all spiritual blessings comes from God the Father. By God, from God. And God the Father is the ultimate source of everything. He is the one ordaining, He is the one orchestrating, and He is the one sovereignly working through election. It is the Father who elects. And this indicates that for all eternity, the Father has had the role of leading and directing among the persons of the Trinity. So the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they are co-equal, they are co-eternal. Okay, same sila with deity and attributes. Pero sa role in the saving grace ni Lord, iba-iba yung role nila. So dito natin nakita, it's the Father who elects. So in His providential grace, God has already given believers the total blessing. Romans 8.28 And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to His purpose. So dito natin nakikita, it's God who made sure all things work together para sa kabutihan natin. And wag natin kalimutan yung word dito na according to His purpose. So lahat ng bagay, no, ginawa ni Lord, inalaw ni God for us to be called according to His purpose. Just think right now kung paano ka na-born again, kung paano ka naka-understand ng gospel. Think of the circumstance. Think of the people na pinadala ni Lord. Or even yung mga tao na kinuha ni Lord. Yung mga problema na dumating sa'yo or even yung successes na dumating sa'yo. And I think, do natin nakita how God used all those things that lead us to a certain point where we hear and understood 
the gospel. Number two, all spiritual blessings were mediated through Jesus Christ. So kanina, ang lahat ng blessings na to comes from God. No, It was elected by God, na ordained ni God the Father. Next, namimediate ang blessings through Jesus Christ. Kaya kahit binasa natin, last time sa Colossians, no? By God, from God, through or through or in Christ, Jesus. So in Christ, through Christ. So God suffer abundant blessings belongs only to believers who are His children. So yung super abundant blessings dito, ha, don't take it na parang confidence mo to just claim or to to sabihin mo na ay magiging prosperity. No, this is not just about material things, no. So those blessings, we became co-heirs with Christ. Including ano yung mga bagay na yun in Christ? Righteousness. Resources, privileges, position, power, and even suffering. Romans 8, verse 16. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children of God, and if children, then ears. Ears of God. So, akala mo, wow, so kami tagapagmana ng mundo. Kasi co-heirs with Christ kami. Diba? Listen to this. Ears of God and fellow ears with Christ provided we suffer with Him. <laughs> provided we suffer with Him in order that we may also be glorified with Him. Because we will be glorified with Christ. No, in the second coming of Christ. But it's not just about having a comfortable, happy Christian life. Kasama dito yung suffering. And Romans is very clear that provided we suffer with Him. Christ was glorified because of His suffering. I think sa John chapter 17, gusto ko lang basahin. <clears throat> sa prayer no, ni Jesus Christ, Sabi niya dito, sa John 17 verse 4, o basahin ko na lang sa verse, since verse 1 para makita natin, no, na yung work ni Christ to bring salvation. When Jesus had spoken these words, He lifted His eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. So yung hour has come dito, yung crucifixion niya, no? Glorify your Son that the Son may glorify you since you have given Him authority over all flesh to give eternal life to all whom you have given Him. So dito nakita mo, may election na naman si God. To give eternal life to all whom you have given Him. Yung mga binigay lang sa Kanya. And this is eternal life that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Sabi ni Jesus, I glorified you on earth. Paano si Jesus na glorify kay God the Father? By obeying to the point of death to bring salvation to those people that He gave for Him. And now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had with you before the world exists. So nakita natin doon yung ginawa ni Christ, yung mediation ni Jesus Christ. 
And because of that suffering at the cross, bringing salvation to those elect people glorifies the Father. And you know what? The mystery, no? The mystery of God's will was revealed in Christ Jesus. It is through Him that all things will be united. So Paul emphasizes in his praises the mediation of Christ for all God's blessings by repeating that these good things is ours in Christ. Tignan mo yung verse 3 and 9. No? That blessings in Christ. That blessing in the beloved sa verse 6. Yung blessings in Him, in Christ, verse 4, 7, 11, and 13. Mga binasa natin yan kanina. So lahat ng blessing na galing kay Lord is in Christ or through Christ or in the Beloved. So Christians' redemption was effected by the blood of Christ which means His atoning sacrifice. No? Yung atonement, ang ibig sabihin ng atonement, yung pagbabayad ng sala, yung pag, pagtubos, no? yung reconciliation of God and man through Christ. So yung blessing natin na salvation was mediated by Christ. Kasi hindi tayo reconciled kay God. May kasalanan tayo kay Lord. Kaya anong sabi ni Jesus sa John 14.6? I think most of us memorize natin yung John 14.6. No sabi ni Jesus, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. It is only through Jesus Christ. So di ba, nakita natin ngayon dito yung specific role ni Jesus. Yung role ni Father to elect, to choose to predestine, and the role of Jesus to mediate. Hindi po pwede na si God the Father yung, yung, ano tawag din? Yung pinako sa cross. Siya yung nag-elect, siya din yung nag-redeem. Hindi. It was Jesus Christ, the second persona of the Trinity. 1 Timothy 2.5 For there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and men, the man, what's his name? Jesus Christ. There is only one man mediator. Hindi si Kibuloy. No? Kibuloy is um, claiming that he is the, the son of God. Appointed son of God. No, Jesus Christ is the only mediator. Wala nang iba pa. Or maybe not just Kibuloy, maybe may other mga religions or cult groups no, may mga tao-tao sila sinasabi na who can mediate them to God? No, not even Mary. It's Jesus Christ alone because He is the only mediator between God and men. So sinners are made accepted by God through the substitutionary death and imputed righteousness by Christ. Dahil sa ginawa ni Kristo sa cross, kaya tayo'y naligtas. So all spiritual blessings comes from the Father mediated by the Son, Jesus Christ, and being sealed by the Holy Spirit. Tignan natin kung kaya hindi nawawala yung salvation. No? Elected ka na. Sugurado na yun. Diredeem ka na. Kinuha ka na. 
Hindi lang yun. Nilagyan ka pa ng selyo. Di ba sa may mga business yung may mga tawag doon? Yung may mga battle, nilalagyan pa ng selyo. Or sa mga, ano natin, sa mga papers, may tatak. Pag may seal, siguradong sigurado. May security. Yung sigurado kang papasa ka, makakaalis ka, makakadaan ka ng immigration. Kasi may seal. Same with the salvation that we have. So nakita nyo, yung work ni God sa salvation, total package. Walang kulang. It was compact. It was solid. No? So it hospital blessings will sealed by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit serves as the seal or the guarantee. So the Holy Spirit protects and preserves Christians until they reach their inheritance or that He certifies the authenticity of their acceptance by God as their genuine God. No? So, yung, so Holy Spirit, yung nagbibigay sa atin ng assurance that we are being saved. So God pours out His Spirit in all His children to guarantee their share in His eternal kingdom because He applies to them all God's powerful working in redemption. Bakit pag nagkasala ka, nagkakaroon ka ng feeling na may guilt feeling ka, parang, ano sa Tagalog na galalain man, Nag, parang hindi ka mabalisa. Diba? Nagugulumihan. Hindi ka mapakali pag nakagawa ka ng kasalanan. Because the Holy Spirit is convicting you, hey, you are new creation. The oldest can, the new has come. You are a child of God. Kasi as Christians, hindi naman tayo nawawala ng kasalanan. May mga kasalanan pa rin tayong nagagawa. No, we are still bound to sin. Pero, may conviction na nangyayari. Yung after na ginawa mo yung kasalanan, parang, yung dati, kaya, sa, kaya yung word na struggle, nabuo sa buhay kristyano. Walang struggle pag hindi ka kristyano, kasi lahat pwede. Lahat tama. Lahat Okay. Pag Christian ka na, may struggle na sinasabi kasi yung flesh mo and the spirit is nag-aawa yung parang sa mga safeguard dati. Mag-cheating ba ako? Hindi. Ay, wag, di ba? Mag-cheat ka? Hindi. Merong conviction sa'yo. No? The Holy Spirit is working in your life. The Holy Spirit is working in us, convicting us of our sins. Okay? So dito natin nakikita that the Holy Spirit comes to indwell the believer and secures and preserves His eternal salvation. Kasi ang hirap na, paano ba ito? Save ako? Hindi. Di ba? Save ako ngayon, bukas hindi na naman. Tapos save naman ako the next day. Yung iba sa atin, nung, I mean sa dati kong church, no? minsan nakailang response sa altar call kasi hindi siya sure kung na-save siya. Kasi hindi ka... Wala, you don't understand the work of the Holy Spirit that seals the salvation. Or pwede hindi talaga save kasi nga, nag-raise hand ka lang kasi sinabi mag-raise hand. No? Or pumunta sa harap kasi sinabi pumunta sa harap. Kasi hindi mo talaga totally na-understand yung gospel. Sino bang nag-uudyok sa'yo, nagbibigay ng hunger and thirst to study the word, to be in the fellowship, to go to church? It's the work of the Holy Spirit sa buhay natin. Diba? That's why, ano sinasabi? We must be led by the Holy Spirit. We must be filled with the Holy Spirit. Ibig sabihin, we'll also be 
be filled with the Word of God. Pag nagbabasa tayo ng Bible, paano mo siya naiintindihan? Paano ka naiilumin? Hindi revelation, ha? Illumination yung, ra- yung right na theological term doon. Naiilumin ka, nabubuksan yung isipan, naiintindihan mong binabasa mo. Sino nagbibigay ng wisdom? It's the Holy Spirit. That's how the Holy Spirit is securing us, is preserving us until we attain the inheritance. So nakita natin how the triune God works in the master plan salvation of God. The Father elects. Ngayon, nakita nyo na, no? Parang natagpi-tagpi nyo na yung first question. Ano yung spiritual blessings natin? Yung election, redemption, and yung inheritance. Sino yung nagbigay ng blessing yun? The Father who elects, the Son who redeemed, and it's the Holy Spirit who seals as we wait for that inheritance. So, friends, you may be andito ka today, or maybe you're watching us live. And I pray that you will be convicted with this truth and hindi ka mag-raise ng hand. Rather, you will repent and believe. You will put your trust. Ibigay mo yung, yung, ano ba, yung trust, yung paniniwala, yung buong tiwala no, sa natapos na ginawa ni Kristo sa krus. Yung kanyang kamatayan na supposedly, ikaw, ako, ang dapat na parusahan pero si Kristo ang naparusahan sa krus para bayaran ang ating mga kasalanan. And I think it's, it's very comforting and encouraging that we have this eternal security. This is a big comfort for all of us. Maraming views sa last days. May mga kakilala ako na Meron sila tinatawag na Gushin, no? Parang from the Old Testament na principle, bumili na sila ng mga lupa, nagtatanim na sila ng mga vegetables, nag-aalaga na sila ng mga tupa and mga chickens and all. Kasi baka darating daw sa point na makawala kang tatak, hindi ka makakabili and all. Yung point ko naman, I think the gospel that saved us is the same gospel that will keep us until the end. The Lord will, you know, the Holy Spirit will just continue to seal us. Kasi sabi namin, mga tatak daw na 666. E bakit yung seal ng Holy Spirit, wala namang tatak sa mga ano natin, di ba? I mean, dito natin makikita na, let's just put our trust in the Lord. And secure ka na. How can, hindi na pwedeng kunin ng, ng, ng demonyo yung, yung salvation mo. Eh kung, mama, kung hindi makabili, eh di mamatay, mamatay, puntang langit. Ano yung wini-worry natin na kailangan ka magtanim ka na? Mag- Why busy preparing for the things na hindi mo alam kung totoong mangyayari? Or I mean, kung talagang mangyayari sa yan, baka bukas mamatay ka sa COVID, di ba? I mean, why prepare for the things that you're not in control? Rather, invest your time in the calling of God to preach the gospel. In growing in your relationship with God. So don't waste your energy, time, and effort to the things na parang 
It shows you don't trust the Lord. Rather, we, we invest our time, our effort, our life sa mga bagay na makabuluhan. Yung call ni God. Yung sa Acts chapter 1 ata, no? when the disciples asked Jesus, Lord, is it the time that you will restore the kingdom of Israel? Diba? It's not about kung kailan darating si Lord kasi definitely darating si God. Darating ulit si Jesus Christ. Pero ano sinabi ni Jesus sa Acts 1.8? But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will become my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. So instead of to busy waiting for the second coming of Christ, be busy being a witness of Christ. I think that's our call. Because we have this security in the Lord. Even in our evangelism, we are to preach to all. Kasi meron namang ibang very extreme na mindset na sino kaya yung mga elect dito? <laughs> Hindi natin alam sino yung elect. You have to preach to everybody. No? Hindi tayo dapat pumili kung sino sisiran. Lahat, we have to share the gospel. We have to preach to all nations and let's just allow the Lord kung sino yung masisave or not. Our role is just to obey. Our role is not to to assess kung sino yung elect or not. Our role is to obey the call of preaching the gospel to all nations. And the, by the work of the Holy Spirit, there is security, there is authenticity. We will have ownership and of course we have authority. One last question, sobrang napahaba pala ako, sorry. Number three, so kanina, tinagot na natin what are the spiritual blessings that we have in God from whom the spiritual, spiritual blessings comes from. Number three, I think this is the most important thing. Why do we have these spiritual blessings? Bakit? Bakit tayo na-save? Why Jesus redeemed us? Why God elected us? Why the Holy Spirit is sealing us to have that inheritance? Verse four, that we should be holy and blameless before Him according to the purpose of His will, to the praise of His glorious grace with which He has blessed us in the Beloved. Verse 7, because according to the riches of His grace, verse 9, making known to us the mystery of His will according to His purpose with which He set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in Him. And verse 11, it's according to the purpose of Him who works all things according to the counsel of His will. And last, verse 12, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of His glory. And last is a verse 13, a 14, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of His glory. To summarize, why do we have these spiritual blessings out of these verses na nakita natin? Three things then. Number one, we are saved for us to walk holy and blameless. So to walk holy and blameless is not an optional thing for this is the purpose of election. God chose us to walk holy and blameless. Holiness here expresses moral purity. So while blamelessness expresses freedom from the guilt of trespasses and sins in which the Christian formerly walked. Kasi lahat tayo, bago tayo nakasumpong na kaligtasan, all of us, we once walked, we were alienated from God. Lahat ng mali ginagawa, pagsisinungaling, pag nanakaw, 
unrighteousness, unholiness, lahat ng mali ginagawa natin. And in here, the, the saving grace of God describes that it has a purpose and a result of God's choosing those who are to be saved. God saved us for us to walk holy and blameless for He is holy. That's why we are to be holy. So dito natin nakita, yung unrighteous was declared righteous. Yung unworthy sinners are declared worthy of salvation because they were chosen in Christ. So ganun din tayo. We need to understand this. Why we are being saved by God. For us to display the image and the character of Christ. That's why in Matthew, sa Matthew 5, we are called to become the light and the salt. Because we are His children. Diba normally, <clears throat> sa mga gathering, pag nakita yung bata na prime and proper, sinasabi natin, that child reflects his parents. Pero pag yung bata malikot, sobrang hindi ka nais-nais, sinasabi ba, ah, sunod talaga sa nanay-tatay, di ba? In here, no, as Christians, as children of God, we are to walk holy and blameless because we are displaying the Father in heaven that we have, the God that we have a relationship with. Number two reasons why we have these spiritual blessings. Why we are being saved? For the purpose of His will. I think this is really strong, no? This is for the purpose of His will. Bakit? God cannot be constrained by any outside force. We are saved not because of our own good works, but we are saved because of the purpose of His will. Okay? This is the irresistible grace of God for the believers where He poured out His grace and goodness sa atin in Christ Jesus. So every single event that occurs in some sense were predestined by God. Lahat ng nangyari, kahit yung pandemic na to, it might be um, ginawa man ng tao or I don't know sa mga conspiracy theory but in the bigger picture, it's for the purpose of His will. And all the more in our salvation, God saved us for the purpose of His will, for the mystery of His will, for according to the purpose of Him who works all things according to the counsel of His will. Can you imagine that? We're saved because this is the will of God. So Paul emphasizes the importance also of human responsibility. So nakita natin na this is the will of God. Kanina sinabi ko na God is in control but God is not controlling. Paano natin ma-complement? Paano natin ma-make sure na mag-work together? God has a purpose of His will paano yung human responsibility? Kasi robot na tayo kung walang human responsibility. So makita natin sa Ephesians chapter 4 and 6, may mga command dito na moral commands na sinabi ni Paul, may human responsibility. Okay? And in all of Paul's letters, and even 
Yung mga ginamit ni Lord na mga tao sa Bible, no? Pag may mga nangyaring um, problema, may mga dangers, may mga evil, they're not blaming God. Okay? Because God's plan, alam nila that they are confident in the Lord that evil will not triumph and that God's plan for His people will always be fulfilled. So si Paul and other biblical writers, they've seen how, human, how God used human means to fulfill what He has ordained. Sa life na lang ni, ni Judas Iscariot, nakita natin doon sa, sa, sa John chapter 17, that is to fulfill the scripture. Nakita natin yung, yung purpose of the will of God. At the same time, we have seen that Judas has his own human responsibility. He sold Jesus Christ. Diba? He betrayed Jesus Christ. Nakita natin yung human responsibility and how in John 17, Jesus mentioned in his prayer, it is to fulfill the scripture. Because it's according for the will of the Lord. And friends, God's sovereignty and human responsibility work together in a world where a mystery no one can fully understand. It is where we see the godness of God. Kahit yung pag-save ni Lord sa mga Israelites sa Egypt, how the Lord hardened the hearts of Pharaoh. And how Pharaoh really responded to the Israelites. Doon natin nakita yung human responsibility and the sovereignty of God working together as a mystery. So friends, nakita natin na yung purpose why we have this blessing for us to walk holy and blameless it is for the purpose of His will. And lastly, number three, this is the most important thing for the praise of His glory. This is the really main point of it. God saved us that He is glorified. God is so concerned for His glory. You know what? The ultimate purpose of the Lord is not redemption. The ultimate purpose of God is the praise of His glorious name through redemption. So yun yung dapat na nating makita. Nakita natin yan if it's a verse 12 and verse 14. God chose us for His glory. God created us for His glory. God called Israel for His glory. God saved Israel from Egypt for His glory. God sent Jesus Christ to be 100% man, to be crucified at the cross. For what? For His glory. Sa Habakkuk chapter 2, diba, doon natin nakita. Anong sabi ni Habakkuk? That the earth will be filled with the glory of the Lord as the, as the waters covers the sea. Sa Westminster, Confession. Ano yung chief end of man? To glorify God and enjoy Him forever. Sa 1 Corinthians 10.31, ano sinabi doon? Whether you eat or drink, you do it for 
the glory of God. Yung eat or drink is the most basic activity ng tao. Ibig sabihin, kahit sa pinakasimpleng ginagawa natin, we do it for the glory of God because God is so concerned for His glory. Why? Because He's God. When He created the heavens and the earth, for His glory. That's why, why we are being saved, why we have the spiritual blessings, for Him to be glorified. So with that, no more self-entitlement. Kasi minsan, as Christians, akala natin, we deserve. No. We are mere recipient of God's glorious act of redemption. And dito din natin nakita that no one can hinder God's call or God's will and no one can change God's will too. That's why, yung character natin, we submit to His will. Because everything happens according to the purpose of His will. Sa mga siman dito, makakarelate sila. Walang specific time kung kailan sila makakasakay. Yung common response, we are at the mercy of our company. No, you are at the purpose of God's will. Lahat tayo dito, may, may, may mga ina-applyan, we're waiting for something, we're praying for something. We are not at the mercy of anything companies or anuman yung pinagdadaanan natin, we are living according to the purpose of God's will. And it is always for His glory. And with that, what should be our role? Anong gagawin natin while we are submitting ourselves to the will of God for the praise of His glory to walk holy and blameless? Friends, it's always about his glory. Yung isang song no na, na above all my lyrics to na you took the you took the fall and thought of me above above all. Wow. Above, di ba? Self-entitled sino ka ba para isipin ni Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ when he was at the cross was thinking of the glory of the Father, of his submission and obedience to the Father. Of course, it's true that we are saved by God. We are, Jesus Christ was died on the cross to redeem us because we were elected by the Father. But the main reason why Jesus was there, remember sa sinabi ko kanina? The ultimate goal is for the praise of His glory through redemption. Kaya hindi na natin kantahin yung lyrics na You took the fall and thought of me above all. Wow, very special ka. <laughs> hindi. We're just recipients of God's saving act in our lives. So as we end, God elected people for His certain purpose and for the praise of His glory. Just like in our scripture reading, how God elected David and how He rejected Saul. And He used David at a certain point in the life of the Israelites. But David failed. David failed. Even God chose him. But there was a greater David who came in the person of Jesus Christ. What Jesus did when he suffered and died was the Father's idea. It was a breathtaking strategy conceived even before creation as God saw 
and plan the history of the world. That's the Bible speaks of God's purpose and grace, which He gave us in Christ before the ages began. But what is the most astonishing about the substitution of Christ for sinners is that it was God's idea. Christ did not intrude on God's plan to punish sinners. God planned for Him to be there. Isaiah 53:10 says, It was the will of God to crush Him. He has put the grief. And on the one hand, the suffering of Christ is an outpouring of God's wrath because of sin. But on the other hand, Christ's suffering is a beautiful act of submission and obedience to the will of the Father. So Christ died at the cross. And ano sinabi ni Jesus? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And yet the Bible says that the suffering of Christ is a fragrance to God. Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. For our sake, God did the impossible. He poured out his wrath on his own very son. And that's the truth that should lead us to worship him with all of our lives. God chose his one and only begotten son to die at the cross for his chosen people to live. Let's pray. Our gracious, merciful, loving God, Lord, maraming salamat sa araw na to that we were able to understand the spiritual blessings that we have in Christ. Lord, we thank you for electing us for redeeming us and for sealing us, Lord. We thank you for the work of the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And Lord, today we entrust to you our lives. We thank you for the comfort, for the assurance, for the security that we have in you. And Lord, may we continue to be reminded that everything, Lord, is always for the praise of your glory, according to your will, and that we are to walk holy and blameless as your children. So Lord, we pray for those people na my Lord, maintindihan nila yung biblical gospel, Lord, and the Holy Spirit will just convict them, O God, with the truth that Christ redeemed us, that Christ was put to death in order to give eternal life as you planned it, Lord, from eternity past. So Lord, we just want to thank you and honor you. We bless your name. In Jesus' name, amen.